Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruchem Abayim. We're continuing in the Yarches Chaim of the Rush. We are up to Ois Kuf Yud Zayin. Al Techane Shemra Lechavercha. Do not nickname your friend a bad nickname. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Shorty, how you doing? Some kind of uh, derogatory nickname. Ki Hamechane Shemra Lechaveroi. Anyone who gives their friend a bad nickname... Loses their share in the world to come. So you don't want to give your friend a, a bad nickname. Now here's the question. The Rush already told us uh, this to us. We learned this many months ago in Ois Tess. Don't give your friend a bad nickname. Don't give him a nickname other people named him. If he is unless he is not known and honored by his name. So why is the Rush repeating himself? So the source of this halacha is the Gemara in Bamatsiya Dafnun Chesam and Bez. It says, everyone who goes down to, to Gehenim eventually comes out, except three people go down and don't come up. One who lives with an Ashish, one who ashames their friend publicly, and one who gives their friend a nickname. So the Gemara says, uh, giving your friend a nickname is the same thing as shaming him publicly. So the Gemara says, no, even though he's used to it, and everyone says it, and even though he's not embarrassed, but if your intention is to embarrass him, then you lose your share in the world to come. You see, you hear this? Everyone calls him this name. Everybody says it. And he's not embarrassed anymore. But your intention is to embarrass him, you lose your share in the world to come. Now, one only loses their share in the world to come if their intention is to embarrass the person. If they're, if that's not their intention, if they're just thinking, well, um, everyone uses this nickname, so I will also, but I don't mean any harm. It's not correct. You're now to do that. The Rush already said not to do that. So here we're talking about where you are mechaving to embarrass him. And what the Rush is adding is that you need to be extra careful not to use a name that in your mind, in any way, you're trying to embarrass the guy. Because if you in any way are trying to embarrass this person, you're jeopardizing your share in the world to come. That is Ois Kuf Yudzayin. And as the Rush began his Sefer with, these are the ways that you could be careful to turn away from Moik Sheimavis, the trap of death, and to be illuminated in the light of life. This is a trap of death. Do not trust in your wealth. One who trusts in their wealth. Gathers enemies. And he will stumble under the enemy. Do not trust in your wealth. Someone who trusts in their wealth gathers enemies and he will stumble under his enemies. What's going on over here? The Pasuk says in Mishlei, One who trusts in their wealth will fall. Simply that means that if somebody already has enemies, and he trusts, well, I'll get out of my enemies because I have money, he will eventually fall to his enemies. But the Rush is not saying that. Because the Rush is talking about someone who doesn't have enemies. 
And he's saying by trusting in your wealth, you will get new enemies. Whenever a person has a certain confidence in their wealth, they will acquire new enemies. How's that? So Rav Goldberg explains that we're talking about somebody who the tzibor needs them. The tzibor needs the person for something. And he doesn't want to participate because he says, look, I trust in my own wealth. It's not my problem. This will cause somebody to have new enemies because the tzibor needs you. That's how Rav Goldberg learns. It's talking about a situation where the tzibor needs somebody and the person doesn't want to come through. They're comfortable with their own money. Rabbi Cheskel Sarna says like this, at any time, if a person has a feeling of confidence and trust in their own wealth, they will be arrogant, they will be pompous, they will be cocky, and they won't need to search for friendship, they will look down on others, the other people will sense that, they will turn into enemies. Not only will they not help you when you need it, but they will cause you to stumble. So anytime a person has a certain arrogance or cockiness, that will engender uh, enemies to uh, accrue to a person. Reb Chaim Kinevsky says a little differently. The reason why you will fault your enemies is because they will give you an ayin hara. If somebody is trusting in their wealth and cocky, they will eventually succumb to the ayin hara of uh, other people. Ois kufiyates. Altihi sarvan el irecha. Do not refuse the people of your city. Levatel Bow your will to the will of others. Says of Goldberg, um, this follows, we just said, don't trust in your wealth. It's talking about somebody who doesn't want to help the seabor when they need it. They, the guy says, look, I'm comfortable. I have my own wealth. So now the Rosh is saying, by the way, not only should the wealthy person bow to the seabor, but anytime the seabor needs you, don't refuse the seabor. The same way we know, you know, if somebody asks you to daven for the Ahmad, so you say no one time, two times, but in Misarvin Lagado, you don't refuse a great person, you don't refuse the tzibor. Reb Chaim Knievsky refers to what it says in Darachar's Zuta. It says, Ha'avir Ritsoin Chomimnei Ritsoin Achirim. And Rav Goldberg cites what we learned in the Garas Hagra, that at the time, after 120, they're going to ask a person, did you coronate your friend Did you coronate your friend pleasantly? So from here we see that you need to coronate your friend gently and that is the Gras says most of the Torah is to make other people happy. The Rishis Chachma also adds, you need to be mamlech God morning and evening, and you need to be mamlech your friend, which means bow your will to the will of somebody else. And regarding this important Hanhaga of bowing your will to others, there's an amazing story of Goldberg cites from the Sefer Orchus HaChayim from Rav Shach, that in the Rebetzin, uh Shach's final illness, 
So some Talmidim accompanied the Rebetzin to the hospital just to lighten the burden of Rav Shach. And the Rebetzin told over to the Bachram the following story, that when Rav Shach uh, got, and her were, were married, when they got married, they made the following uh, partnership. They that any matter that would come up, they would make a rotation of Vatranas. First, he would give in, and the next issue, she would give in, and the next issue, he would get it, give in. And Lamaisa the Rebetzin said, I never had an opportunity to be Mavatar. Every single time, even before I could think, you know, maybe I should give it on this one, Rav Shach always jumped to be the one to be Mavatar. This is the great Midah, Himlachta Eschavercha Benachas Ruach. Did you coronate your friend pleasantly? So now I know what you're thinking. You're going to go tell, uh, your, the, the wives are going to go tell their husband, you see, Rib Shach always gave in, so now you always have to give in, or vice versa. No, whoever hears the story, they are the ones who should take on this uh, holy practice of Himlachta Eschavercha Benachas Ruach. Thanks everybody for joining. We'll see you tomorrow. Brachavat Slacha. Have a great day.